episode 28. Only you can help. All right, sit back, relax, grab a snack, pour an adult beverage. The 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast is about to begin. Welcome to the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki G. I'm here to inform, delight, and entertain and talk to you about everything about off-road for the next 10 minutes or so. Why 10 minutes? That's about the response time of our local fire department. Welcome to the show. Today I'd like to talk about our trails and how we're losing them and how we can keep them. I'm sure we all know that there are uh, local trails that have been closing. A few to come to mind local to me is uh, Rocky Mountain Loop in Uwari uh, had a trail that ran right through the center of it. So you can make like a figure eight of Rocky Mountain Loop or you can cut it in half. Or I think that was actually Rocky Mountain Loop and the other trails just ran connected to it. But anyhow, there was a trail in the middle of Rocky Mountain Loop that went from south to north or north to south, depending on which way you were going. And it closed. And um, nobody knew why at first, but now I find out that there were uh, Native Indian artifacts found and they closed the trail. You can still walk it. It's open to foot traffic. But vehicles can't go down it. I'm not sure if horses can go up and down it. You know, I don't really see horses on the uh, OHV trails too much. It's legal, but I guess it's too noisy for the horses. Who knows? That's that's a topic for a different podcast. But anyhow, it was a trail that closed. And for good reason. Because, you know, we've got to preserve the history. But there are other trails... Richland Road up in near Boone is a is a good example. Government came in with the power of eminent domain, put a road through these landowners' property in the net. And how do you have private landovers in a national forest? I don't I, I don't understand how that happens, but it's 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 a thing and it's there. So the government used eminent domain, put a road through this property. To service, I don't know what. Maybe get to the other side of the mountain quicker and in a case of emergency. But it was just a dirt path. And everybody in this area cut their teeth on the Richland Road. It was a fun trail. It really wasn't rocky obstacles, but it had some deep ruts. And it, it was just a nice trail to cut your teeth on. Well, things got out of hand. People started going off trail, looking for other adventure. And then with more people visiting the trail, the litter came behind it. And then a few confrontations with the uh, landowners. And when I say confrontation, it wasn't like brawling and beating, just shouting matches. But all this gave the landowners ammunition. They went to the government and said, look, this is our property that's being destroyed. There's no longer need for this road to go through our property. So the government released the rights to the road and gave the property back to the landowners. And so now there's a gate up on both ends and you can't go down the Richland Road anymore. Well, I don't say can't because the landowners, the road is still there. 
and the landowners pick and choose who they want to go down there. There's certain clubs that have a good rapport with the landowners, and they go down. They schedule meets and go down the road. I tell you, pay attention to social media because if a group is announcing they're going down Richland Road, you want to go. First of all, because it's closed almost to everybody, and it's a fun ride. But if you go, you got to be on your P's and Q's, and you can't leave trash behind and act like a dumb idiot. Hurricane Creek is another example of Richland Road. It's a road just like Richland Road. It's just a dirt service road, unmaintained. Doesn't have a lot of rocky obstacles and such, but it has some ruts and some mud, and it's a good fun trail. So I hear. I've never been on this trail yet. It has a water crossing in it, and every time I plan to go on it, it rains, and I don't like water crossing as it is, and rain makes a small water crossing, a big water crossing, so I, I, I haven't had the chance to go, but I want to go. But the talk is now that it's in jeopardy of being closed for the same reason Richland Road. People leave the trail. There's littering behind it and just just basically dumbassery. So with, with all this information, so what I say is stop it. It's up to every off-roader to make sure these lands are protected and stay open and everybody can do something about it. Uh, one thing, number one thing is get active with the local government. Keep an eye out on trails that are closing or people complaining about trails and want them closed. Brian from Route 16 to Grind, if you don't listen to his podcast, you should. He's very active in gathering the information and, and gives you the information to get information on how to get active and protect our public lands. And you might say, hey, Nick, uh, I don't have the time to go to the courthouse and listen to these meetings, or I don't, I'm really not a political person. I don't like getting involved. Well, you don't have to be. The way you can protect the trails is by self-policing. Pick up your trash. Pick up other people's trash. You know, I, I know we all like to say, well, I'm, I'm nobody's mama, but basically we are. We want the trail to be open. So we got to kind of clean up after the idiots. And it's infectious. If you're out with a group of people and you stop and pick up a soda bottle off the ground, look around. I guarantee it. Somebody else is going to see that, turn around and pick up something off the, off the ground. I don't know why. I guess it's human nature. Monkey see, monkey do, maybe. But set an example. Pick up trash. There's, there's no shame in protecting our lands and keeping it clean. And I don't like that people trash the trails, but I want to keep them open, so I'm going to swallow a little pride, and I'm going to pick up their trash. Now, that being said, please don't leave dirty diapers on the trail, because I do not enjoy picking those up. Don't make a mess just to make me clean it up. You might ask yourself, well, what could I do to get involved? One thing to do is listen to the Route 16 Grinds podcast. Brian collects a lot of information and gives you the tools to get information yourself 
to follow the political side of what's going on with our public lands. He's very active in it. Go to the Tread Lightly website and follow the Tread Lightly, I don't know if you call them rules, policies, procedures. And if you're not familiar with Tread Lightly, uh, let me wrap it up in a nutshell for you. It's just an it's just sort of like an agreement that you're not going to be a dumbass. It's all common sense stuff. Don't leave the trail. Don't make the trail wider than it has to be. Clean up your trash. Pack it in. Pack it out. And with that being said, that's where I draw the line. You know, you're supposed to, and nobody likes to poop on a trail, but we all have to do it at one time or another. And Tread Lightly wants you to take that with you, I believe. I've been out in the woods my entire life. I have never seen a rabbit, a bear, a possum, or anything carrying a bag of poop. They don't do it, I don't say biodegradable. You know, bury it. Because nobody wants to step in that stuff or even see it. So, you know, just like the old camping rule like you taught in the Boy Scouts. 100 feet from the trail, 100 feet from the water. Dig a hole. Bury it. Now, toilet paper, I that biodegrades, I believe. But pack that out if you have to pack something out. So basically, to sum this whole episode up in a nutshell, it's be respectful of the public lands. They're there for us to enjoy. And when they close them, it's rough on everybody. And I'm sure even the people that trash it complain that these places are closing. But it's their fault. And in a way, it's all our fault. We, we all have a responsibility to public lands. But I, and I also got to say, I'm out in the woods all the time with a bunch of different people. I've never seen anybody throw trash on the trail. It's It's got to be a handful of people that are just trashing these places. I hate the stereotype, but I'm blaming it on the side-by-side -side people. Just basically because I don't like their vehicles. All right, that's about all the time I have for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. You can catch a 10-minute off-road podcast on Podbean, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Not on iHeartRadio, Pandora, any other of those bastard streaming services that are too snotty to have us. But if you're listening to this podcast, you already know all that, so why am I saying it? I don't know. If you want to contact the show, leave a comment on your videos, email the podcast at 10minuteoffroad at gmail.com. And you know, I haven't checked that email in like weeks. There could be a thousand letters. Uh, if you want to help the show out, Give a thumbs up on our YouTube channel. Give us a review on uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play. All right, until next time, this is Nikki G saying, wheel what you got and be happy.